0: Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to this week's episode of Friday Fire. My name is Sam. I am the Small Business Surgeon. And uh, man, thank you so much for tuning into the podcast. It gives me great joy to do this. Um, for, for those of you that are just finding the show, I am the Small Business Surgeon. On Mondays, we have interviews with guests from around the world of business. We talk all things business, from growing them to crashing them to failing at them to regrowing them and all the lessons learned in between. And then Fridays, I bring you some Friday Fire, guys. I'm monologue. I tell you a little bit about the stuff going on in the week and uh what i'm thinking and so i like to share lessons that uh that I've run across during the week, share things that I've talked uh, to my clients about, because uh, this is now what I do for a living. It's uh, small business surgery, I guess. So thank you very much for that too, because uh, you know two and a half years and uh, almost 260, 270 podcasts in, now I actually get to do this for, for real. So it's uh, it, it's wonderful. Thank you so much for that. All right, today's Friday fire. I have a lot of questions about manifesting. And how that applies in life, and about how it applies in business, and um, a lot of you all know that I manifest stuff, and uh, you may have started to see you know little bits of success showing on the Facebook feed, and on the uh, on my timeline, and in my videos and stuff. Um, I do. I'm still trying to keep a lid on on everything that's going on, but it it's becoming apparent around uh, around my network that that some big stuff has uh, has kicked off. And, uh, you know, it, it does revolve around the the, the, the podcast and around uh, television stuff. And, and you know, it's it's great. And so I've had a couple of people ask me this week, how do you manifest that? How have you done this? How are you successful? Like, because you just speak it into existence. And even one guy goes so far as to tell me he was thinking about He'd read everything he could about manifesting, and he was even thinking about going and getting some Greek manuscripts on it from the ancient Greeks to see if he could unlock it because he's manifesting everything he can, but nothing's happening. And Now i to take a step back here and explain how I manifest stuff and how it works in my mind and, and how maybe you guys can manifest from there. So um, in order to have anything in life, I believe you have to know what you want first. And the, the simplest part of that is actually sitting back and closing your eyes and doing a little exercise and defining what the ideal version of yourself looks like. And, uh, and guys, as I'm going through this, I'm going to... Um, I'm going to put some stuff in the Facebook group over the next week in regards with, with what I'm talking about that, that goes into more depth. This is just a Friday fire. Um, you know, I've got about 10 minutes to, to kind of dip into it. So over the coming week or two, um, as far as, uh, as far as my time and, and school and everything that's going on right now, I will try to carve out a little bit of time and go deeper into this in the Facebook group. And, uh, you can go and join that. It's at followsam.live. Uh, there's a, a link to the Facebook group we've got there. So, um, First off, you have to know what you want. And this is difficult for people. But I always ask myself, what would the best version of Sam look like? And for those of you looking on uh, YouTube right now, (laughs) you're seeing the best version of me. This is me at 43. I'm better than I've ever been. Um, I am in the best shape of my life. Uh, My business is the best it's ever been. Everything I've got comes from me manifesting it and saying, this is what I want. But it started out with defining what does the ideal Sam look like? What does his haircut look like? What size is his waist? you know, And uh, how much money does he have in the bank? And so you can't begin to manifest anything until you've actually had a little bit of time to daydream and figure out what it is that you want out of life. And most people freeze here because they think that It is a be-all and end-all situation. It's like, if I pick this, this is what's going to happen to me. Uh, and, And it's really not. The things you manifest over time and the way you view your ideal self over time and the way you view your ideal life and your ideal business, all of that changes over time. I used to think I wanted to be a coach. I went all out into how can I be a coach? How can I be a coach and, and have uh, a life as a coach and create an impact as a coach? And man, when I got to be a coach, I did not enjoy it. And so I manifested myself as a coach and then I found what it was really like. And then I decided, you know what? This is not something, it's not a path I wanna walk down. I still wanna educate people. I still wanna impact people, but I do it now from a from a surgical standpoint inside of companies rather than trying to you know coach individuals. And so the things you're manifesting are going to naturally change over time as you grow and as you evolve. But deeper to that, you can't just manifest it and it pop into reality. It's not how it works. See, when you manifest stuff, you're putting energy out into the universe and energy is the the building blocks of life. It, It will build anything you want. And I'll give you the example of when I was a kid. One of the only things I ever used to pray for. Uh, now, we, I had a, a, an amazing, amazing childhood. Like the best childhood I could wish for. I grew up in the, in the countryside. I worked on cars. I ran around with my buddies till the streetlights came on. I grew up before they, I remember them building the streetlights. Um, so I had an amazing, amazing childhood, but we were poor. Like we were not fucking like even middle class we were on the we were on the, the the bottom end we we were incredibly happy my parents did a wonderful job and we just didn't have a whole lot of money so i prayed for a bike i prayed for a mountain bike um i prayed for a claude butler mountain bike and that's what i prayed for i was like a 13 14 year old kid and do you know when i was 17 I had a Claude Butler mountain bike, but not the way you would think. Because I would pray at night, and I I would pray, and I would run downstairs, and I would open the garage door, and there'd be no Claude Butler there. And I'd be like, oh, man. All right, I'd have to go pray again and ask God for a a bike. But what I overlooked was my next-door neighbor, who was a, a bloke in his... 60s then he was a retired fella called Morris he come over one day he said hey I found some bike parts you might like in a box he's like you want to do something with them I was like yes sir and I already had a bike I did but you know outgrown it and I don't know if you remember being a kid in the 80s but bikes were a big deal man, having the bike with the little flag on it, and the, the oh, what was it, the, the cruiser bike, hopper bike, whatever it was, bikes were a big deal. And racing bikes had just become a big deal. And I was big enough to sit on one. And he bought me a box of parts and a couple of old bike frames. And he's like, yeah, see what you can make. Well, all right then. So I did, because you know, there wasn't a lot to do. We had one television set in the house and it had three channels. And so at night, you ended up working on stuff. You know, it got dark in England over the winter at like four o'clock. So you go out to the shed. You just work on stuff. You go out to the garage. And so my neighbor presented me with a box of parts. God gave me the opportunity to have a bike and to have a, a fast bike, to have a racing bike. The opportunity was there. And word got out. And I put little cards up in the, sh- in, the- in the village shop because I'd got this box of parts and I'd built a bike out of it and i got a bunch of parts left. And then a lady down the street that I delivered newspapers to, she said, well, I've got a couple of old bicycles in my garage, you can have them. And so I got them and I went through my box of parts and I fixed them up and <laughs> I put a notice. in there. You, know, you remember putting cards out in the notice board? Well, I put the notice board out there that uh, I got some bikes for sale and I got a, a men's bicycle and a woman's bicycle. And well, <laughs> we got a call at the house about a, a, a gentleman wanting to buy uh, a bike and he, he. it turns out it was my French teacher. And so my French teacher drove out to, to my house on the weekend and bought this bike and I upsold him and said, you're going to ride it by yourself or look, if you buy this one, you can, you, can, uh, you can take your wife with you and he bought the women's bike as well. And so by praying for a bike, and by praying for a Claude Butler bike, God gave me the opportunity to see if I was prepared to put in the work to receive my reward. And what this led to was a little hustle, grabbing shitty bikes, cleaning them up, finding spare parts, going to the bike store, ah going to the bike store now i'm building a relationship with the guy that runs the bike store his name was andy uh he didn't really like me um but anyway i was one of those young annoying kids that was always looking for free shit so i could fix bikes but i wasn't opposed to scavenging in the in the trash cans for for bike parts we went to the i used to go to the dump and see what i could find and to cut a very very long story short when i got out of high school the best skill set I had other than washing dishes was working on bikes. And so I went to work at the bike shop. Do you see, you see where this is going, right? You see where this is going. And I had some money saved and I had some money that my grandma had set aside uh, as the, uh, this is the cherry on top fund. And man, this bike I wanted, it was, ooh, I think it was about 700 pounds which to a 17 year old, you might as well have said 10 grand, you know, 700 pounds. And because I worked at the bike shop, I qualified for the employee discount, which meant that the bike was about 350 pounds. Ooh, okay. And I think it had been there a while, you know, it was a 700 pound bike, it wasn't selling. And so I used some of my money and I used some of the money my grandma had set aside And I use the fact that for the last three years, I've been fucking repairing bicycles and learning how to work on bikes. And I rode out of that bike shop with my very own Claude Butler because I wanted it. And I'd focused on it. And I committed to learning the things I needed to learn to go get it. And so when you manifest things, You're bringing attention to the fact you want something and you are seeing the opportunities around you that will lead you to that thing. And you are not distracted by anything else. So it's focusing and it's committing and it's being consistent. That's what manifesting it is. That's where all the stuff in life that's where all the stuff you want comes from. It's from you putting a thought in your head, speaking a thought into existence and focusing on the things that it takes to get to that point. One of the things I manifest is that I'm, I'm very magnanimous and I give to charities and I go out of my way to make the lives of, of, of less fortunate people and, and especially children better. And... You could say that all you want. But when the opportunity presents itself, how much do you give to charity? Do you give to charity? Do you help people less fortunate? Well, you say you do. You manifest that you do. So you're not actually manifesting that you give to charity. What you're doing is you're setting something up in your brain, a tiny little box that says, hey, I give to charity. I give to charity. I give to charity. And when the opportunity arises to give to charity, you reach in your pocket and you have become a charitable person. That is how you manifest stuff. There's no magic pill. There, there, there isn't. You focus on the shit you want, you write it down and you pursue it relentlessly over time. And anything you want is achievable. And I'm, I'm absolutely proof of that. Like absolute proof of that. And so that's my Friday fire for you guys today. Help you out with the manifestation. I will absolutely go through this in depth with the ideal version of yourself exercise and with the I am statement exercise. I will try to get those done this weekend. Um, I've got a very busy, busy schedule, um, especially with school. And uh, But you know what? I manifested that I was a straight A student Well, what does that take? It takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of focus. It takes a lot of energy. It takes commitment. And when I started out, I was failing that class. And instead of dropping it, four months later, I'm in the top 10%. And my last four projects have all made A's. But I manifested that. I am a straight A student. Well, if I am, and I say I am, then I have to go and put in the work to be that. I want a Claude Butler mountain bike. Okay, well, here's a box of bike parts. Here's your opportunity to learn about bikes. And here's your opportunity to put yourself in the situation where you can receive one of those further down the line. Manifesting is you creating your own future and having the future you want. And it is 100% possible. All right, that's going to do it from me for today. You all be good and stay safe. I am about to jump in an airplane and head to Orlando for the weekend. So hopefully I can get some some great content recorded while I'm out there and uh, catch up with you guys on Monday. All right, I'll see you soon.